0: Does anyone, anywhere, still think the Penguins are a better team without Evgeny Malkin? Hmm. No, no, nothing over there. No, nope, no, I guess not. Well, good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. The Penguins are fresh off, painfully fresh off that 8-4 to loss a couple nights ago to the Rangers at Madison Square Garden, and they'll have a chance tonight to do something about it. One of the nice things about this schedule, the way it's drawn up. Everybody is back-to-back this, back-to-back that. In the same building, no less, more often than not. So the Penguins can go out there and try to do the things that they've done in Malkin's absence to regain some of the momentum that they had while he was out. That is not easy. Because what they were doing is not easy. And I really feel like that part's gone underappreciated. What the Penguins are doing when Malkin and Kapanen and other scoring type guys are out is basically condensed to a whole lot of hard work over all 200 by 85 of ice. That's it. It's chase the puck. Chase it, pursue it, multiple sticks, get it, then keep it. Defend, 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 attack, attack, attack. And think, think, think. And it's not easy. I know. Nobody cares. Nobody cares how hard the, the athletes have to work. Oh, they're just playing a a, a child's game. It's fun. There's no such thing as work. But the human nature aspect of it is that you're going to have a letdown. To my eyes, the letdown that occurred Tuesday night began with an ice-cold Tristan Jari being in there and giving up a couple of softies early. And there's really, you know... You can't even point a finger there because he'd been out for a few days with the injury, and he he was working his way back into the lineup. Stuff happened, and then more stuff happened, and then even more stuff happened. The Penguins continued to play their game. They controlled the puck. They got shots. They got all kinds of good things going, but then they would break down in their own end, and it looked a lot like the early part of the season. felt a lot like that, but they kept working. And it doesn't always happen that way. Hard work alone doesn't get it done. It just doesn't. That sort of thing can be disguised as being really efficient and everything else in the regular season. But ultimately, it doesn't work for one simple reason. When you get to playoffs... Everyone's working hard. Everyone. So that stops even being a factor. Everyone's tied, or really, really close to tied in that area. And the difference ends up getting made by, you know, the difference makers. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost. Of most people's cable bills is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is just 65 bucks a month to get the same channels, including AT&T SportsNet Pittsburgh. And on top of that, you get free DVR. There's no such thing as installation. There's no contract. You can cancel anytime. If you're interested in this, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't be, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month by going to fubotv.com slash dk. It's just for us. Just for us. fubotv.com slash dk. 15% off your first month. It's nice that there have been opportunities created in the absence of some of these guys, notably Malkin, but also Kasperi Kapanen, Teddy Bluger. Otherwise, I don't know that we would have laid eyes on Freddie Goudreau and had Goudreau come along and look like he's going to be a part of this team for the foreseeable future. I'm not talking about this season. Everyone's really, really happy with this guy. Ron Hextall, in a conference call that he had with four local media outlets, including DK Pittsburgh Sports, was just glowing about And And he should. The guy has been really, really solid at all points on the rink, including the penalty kill. He has almost single-handedly taken away the need, and I'm underscoring the word need, the need to go and get somebody from the outside. And that's a, that's a pretty big thing. You don't ever want to have your general manager put into a spot where he feels like he absolutely positively has to go and get something because those seldom turn out to be good exchanges. What the Penguins do need, and this also came up with Hextall, is to get everybody back on the ice, and of course that includes one of the top 100 players. Or at least the hundred and first top player in hockey history. Listen to Sidney Crosby and what he had to say uh, yesterday in New York when he was asked about Malkin getting back on skates, which he did uh, yesterday morning up in Cranberry. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, uh, it's a it's a big step, and um, you know, knowing uh, how important he is to to this team and. Um, just, you know, the amount of guys that uh, that we've seen go out here lately. Uh, it's always great when you hear that the uh, guys are progressing. And, uh, you know, it's the same with Gino. So, um, yeah, it's a big, big step. And, you know, we've been, you know, battling pretty hard here uh, with guys out of the lineup. And we got to continue to do that. Yeah, Gino's going to drive you nuts. He's going to drive everybody nuts. He drives his own coaches more nuts than he could drive Anybody on the outside. And I'm sure that applies at times to his teammates as well. But they know that he can do things that other people can't. And in any realm or at any level of sports, that is the difference maker. When we look back at the Three Stanley Cups that have been won in the Crosby-Malkin era. It's the Crosby-Malkin era. You know, they've taken turns. Geno's had his MVPs. Geno's had his scoring titles, too. Geno's had his dominant playoff performances. Geno's got his own con Smythe. This is... Not someone that you discard based on watching a team perform well systematically or working really, really hard. Yeah, it would be nice if when Gino returns, he doesn't disrupt that or deflate it in any way. You don't want him to be the distraction and have someone else have, even in the back of their minds, you know what? I mean, I just saw that guy doing that, that little shortcut right there, and You know, Maybe I can get away with that as well. You would like for him to fit in, but I I think part of what's gotten lost in this dialogue with the Penguins being so successful since he's been out, other than these last two games, is that he was playing like that. Go back and watch his last three or four games. Go look at the analytics on his last three or four games, and you're going to find a player who was committing to really good, occasionally great hockey all over the rink. And I'm not sure what what even sparked this other than history. You know, he's gonna he's not gonna come back and be exactly what he was. It's gonna take him a little while to get those wheels going again. The same way it took a while to get his wheels going in the first place this season. But when he does. Oh. Man, here's your difference, mate. When we come back, here's question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's always brought to you on this program by the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They could use your help, too. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org and give generously. One dollar is all it takes to provide five meals with the way the food bank does this. One dollar, five meals. pittsburghfoodbank.org The question comes from Edward Miller, who says, Once... COVID shots are available to anyone over 16, will players that choose not to get vaccinated be punished slash fined by their teams? What if it affects an outcome of a game slash season because they're held out or become infected when it could have been prevented? Well, this is obviously complex and layered and unprecedented. So... Other than that, the answer that I'm about to give is going to be really, really definitive stuff, Ed. I will say that yesterday in New York, the Rangers, in lieu of having a practice between their two games against the practice, organized organized a run to get their vaccines. Their statement that they put out later in the afternoon... Notably included the word opted, players who opted. Uh, there was no roll call or head count or anything like that, but the word opted really leaped out. The state of New York has made it okay for anybody over 16 to get vaccinated, and the Rangers also made sure that that was clear in their statement, as well as urging their fans to go and do likewise. So they handled that, I thought, literally better than any other franchise in sports because no one else has done it, to my knowledge. Now, not everyone else can do it yet because not every state is at the same phase or has the same guidelines. But once that becomes the case... I really feel strongly, and obviously I've been pounding this issue for a few days now, that they need to go do it. The Rangers didn't jump the line. They're over 16. They're doing something in which really probably nobody that they're jumping in line ahead of is doing and that they're playing a sport in which they're skating around with no masks running into each other. And as the Vancouver situation shows us, it can be dangerous in the coronavirus aspect. So the Rangers did this. The Rangers set a precedent. And it's a good place for that to happen in New York with all the media attention and everything else. That's a good place for it. Let everyone else see what they did and how they did it and use that as a role model particularly in the other active sports, meaning Major League Baseball and the NBA right now. Will the players be forced to or punished or anything like that? Obviously not. Obviously not. But one thing to know and understand, Ed, and this is U.S. law. This is not something that varies from state to state. An employer, a private employer, can require his or her employees or that company's employees to be vaccinated and to follow certain health guidelines in order to work somewhere. That's just how it is. So if a team or far, far, far more likely a league would say, hey, um, you need this in order to participate, we don't feel it's safe or fair to you or your teammates if you don't have this. That's when you'll start seeing your topic become a real topic, the thing that you posed here playing out in the real world. I really don't believe we're going to get to that point. Two reasons for that. One, you'll never see the leagues and the players' unions leave this up to individual teams. Just inconceivable. So that would get hashed out at a much higher level. Two, you know, these guys have already been through this for a while. They've had to go along with things that haven't been about personal choice. If a player decided that he didn't want to wear a mask in certain settings because it's a personal choice or whatever, um, guess what? You're not playing. You know, if you decided as a player because of your personal choice or your personal beliefs or whatever that you don't want to do this or don't do that, and it violates what the team and or league is saying, you don't play. Now, I understand vaccinations are different. Vaccination involves somebody putting something into your body. But I do think that you're going to see enough players – with the common sense, with the intelligence to go and get this done. And because of that, you're going to have a high enough percentage of of players and their families and everybody else vaccinated that it's going to be a safe environment overall. There, how'd I do with that, Ed? Did I do alright with that? Yeah? Okay, <laughs> when we... When we Uh, reconvene tomorrow we'll have another daily shot